Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Ooh, they're playing tag or no tag on ESPN right now. I like that game. We'll do that in the next segment when it comes to the Texans. I've got three names that I think you can at least have a conversation about with a franchise tag. So we'll do that in the next segment. Brandon Scott in for Seth Payne. Good to be with you on a Tuesday. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you've got the day off yesterday. Hope you're relaxed driving into work. And you got the smooth stylings of me and B. Scott uh, until 10 a.m. today. Um, So Astros spring training underway. And um, I think, look, they would they win last year? 90 games. So they were down from something like that. Yeah, right around there. Right around there. Um, It was not your classic Astros 103, 105 win season. They want to get back there, obviously. The main thing is they want to get back to the World Series. They made the Josh Hader move, which I think surprised a lot of people because it pushed them over the competitive balance tax threshold, which is cool to see. You know, Jim Crane willing to invest in the team. Does Josh Hader get you back to that level of team? I don't know. You probably need some more stuff. It's, I mean, he's not worth 10 wins or whatever it is, but it's a really good move. I think some of the improvement is going to have to come from within. Yeah, Guys that we've seen do things before, nothing we're not asking guys to do that they haven't done before, at least in spurts, but recapturing the magic. I've got five names here, B. Scott. All right. What are the chances, or which player do you give the best chance to recapture the magic? Jeremy Pena, let's start there, who had, there was video of Pena that surfaced yesterday of his new swing, his less bouncy, more calm swing. He looks just as jacked as always. He looks huge. Before I get your thoughts on that, let's get Joe Espada's thoughts on Jeremy Pena's swing. You know what? I've actually seen him for the last couple of weeks in Houston, and, you know, he looks he looks comfortable in the box. He looks athletic. Um, I think he's using the whole field, hitting the ball in the air more with power, and uh, I really like where he's at early in camp. All right. Did you see the videos of his swing I yesterday? I did see the videos. Did you feel of as excited swing? as Joe Espada feels? I am. I'm curious. Okay. I don't. I don't know if ex, if excitement is the word. I, well, I thanks, became wet blanket. Jeez. I just became really disappointed with my guy not being able to hit a slider to save his life. Mm-hmm. You know, like it is. If if that's going to be better, then I'll be a lot more excited about it. I don't know if it's the bounciness in his swing that was the problem. I don't know if it was his eye. If it was the coordination, if it was a combination of the two, or what role exactly his mechanics and his swing played in it. 
So I, I need to see a little bit more. I, I'm intrigued, and ex- and I would say the intriguing part of it is exciting. But I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm out of this list of five guys, I'm most optimistic about him recapturing the match. You're not most optimistic about him. No, I wouldn't him. say. So I, I would like to see it. And I'm, and I'm glad for what he is. Like the def- If he's going to be an elite defensive shortstop who's just sort of Maybe not a whole, if he can just be a little bit better and be something at the back end of your of your lineup. I, I'll t- I'll take that. I'd like for him to be better, but I'll take that. I need some of these other guys on the list to absolutely be better. Okay, we'll we'll get to the other four guys. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. If somebody looks like Jeremy Pena, like if somebody looks and has a physique like Jeremy Pena, yeah, and he's some offensively some slap nut at the back of your lineup that gets the occasional base hit. It's disappointing. That's a major disappointment yeah, to me. I'm with, I'm with you. Yeah. And I was disappointed. I, I, oh, just, I was too. Hadn't hit a home run since July 5th. Dude. His, and That's crazy. We were talking in the break about nerd numbers. I know uh, I'm, I'm in for stat nerd, Seth. Yeah. The, the, the stat nerds or the nerd stats for Jeremy Pena are unforgiving. Like, like he doesn't hit the ball hard. He doesn't hit the ball well. <laughs> his expected batting average Man, sucks. Man, all of the expected, expected all of his expected stats yeah. are, so think red good, blue bad. Yeah. All of his expected stats are in the blue. Yes. So it's not good. <laughs> all uh, right. I don't know how I feel good about it. Second one. So Pena, you're not super optimistic about. Uh, I wish I could. Be. Recapturing the magic. I'd like to be, but I'm not. Yeah, I think he's he's a fine player, and, and as long as the defense is there, like he's worth having in the lineup. Yes. But I think that postseason really recalibrated people's expectations. Yes. Including Takarias Arandas, really recalibrated their <laughs> expectations. Yeah. Like man, what do we pay for? Yeah. No. Um. All right. So, um, Jose Abreu. Health. Okay. <laughs> let me. Healthy back. Yeah. He may have been playing with a bad back last year. Got better as the, no, let me say this right now. I'm gonna stand up and say. I this. was gonna say you you. Nobody was more critical of Jose Abreu yes. than Sean T. Pendergast last yes, year. I so remember. for me to come in here and maybe rationalize a little bit and take up for him is a major step for me. This is a big area of growth. This is with no therapy either. Healthy back. Uh, better second half of the season. Had some surprising stats with runners on base as yeah. far as his batting average goes. So. Jose Abreu, hmm? Hey, hmm? let's let's stick with the baseball theme and puns here, and I'm going to throw you a curveball. <laughs> okay. I view this – I might even push back on the idea that we need to recapture the magic. I feel like he did what this segment is intending to accomplish. I feel like he did that midseason or during the season at okay. some point. Not, maybe not midseason. Magic but, recaptured. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so here's my thing on, on Abreu. Yeah. I feel like maybe he just is – what he is or is what we saw him as last year. Maybe a slow starter, maybe a guy who just takes a while to get going. Boy. But look, he can't be as bad as he was for the first couple of months of the season. Like that's inexcusable. That's not a slow start. No, no, that's that's abysmal. That's hibernation. And, and it makes me think that there had to have been more to do with health than anything. Yeah. A combination of being a slow starter and the health. Yep. But I feel like if you get some way, a little bit better of the start that you got from Jose Abreu, but something closer to what you got toward the end, I'll take that. So I'm good with Jose Abreu being something similar to what he ended up being last year. Okay. As wild as that sounds to say. Okay, so Pena, not super optimistic. He recaptures the magic. Jose Abreu, you feel like that saying he needs to recapture the magic might be mislabeling it a little bit. Like he's he, he's already, what he was in the second half of last year yes. is what he's going to be. Yes. All right, so now we're down to pitchers. Yeah. Framber Valdez, who, by the way, second on the odds board for the Cy Young. So his janky-ass second half that he had last year, 
where not starting the All-Star game seemed to be some sort of trigger event for turning into some schizo lefty starter. Got to be kidding me. Man. Yeah, yeah. Like he'll, he'll throws a no-hitter, and then he goes out and gives up six runs, whatever it is. Um, back to his OG hairstyle. Mm-hmm. So no frills. Yeah. Looks to be in good shape, too. Yeah. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Like uh, he looks he like looks he's leaner. in better. He looks leaner. Yeah. Okay. So where where are we at with Framber Valdez? And and by the way, recapturing the magic for Framber is the magic was major for Framber. Yeah. We're talking about a Cy Young caliber season that bled into a first half of a season where he might have been the best pitcher in the American League. Yeah, this is the one for me. 18 I, months of magic. Out of all the guys that we're going to talk about, he's the one that I think is, at this point in his career, the most talented, has the highest ceiling, can recapture the magic. The question that you got here, which one has the best chance? Best to re- chance, B. Scott. Framber Valdez is the answer for okay. me. Best chance to recapture the magic based off of his talent, based off of his previous production, based off of... I don't know if I want to call it an anomaly last year because it did happen, and I I think it was real. But I think he's got the best chance just based off of talent alone. I like the fact that as somebody who knows how heavy, uh, you know, a dreadlock ponytail is, I, I did not like that <laughs> for him on the mound. Physics, um, physics. Is hey man, look, if, if you haven't been pitching your whole career like that, I don't see why you would want to start in the middle of your. You know, Cy Young ascension. So yeah. don't don't do it. Go back to to how it was. I'm giving Framber Valdez the very best chance to do this thing. He's mine too. Yeah, and I think he's going to benefit. They need the, it too. They need it. They need it from him. I think he benefits too from having Justin Verlander on the staff in a weird way for a whole season. You know, like that. I I just think it 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 tweaks down the pressure a little bit. Framber can be you know a little yeah. up and down. You know, mentally, and yeah. and I don't think I think the new rules kind of affected him a little bit last year no doubt. in terms of his ability to gather himself, step off the mound, like all those. Things. There were we didn't see the old Framber at all in 2022 with the old rules. With the new rules last year, we saw it pop up a few to like him throwing at guys, him pitching fits. This is a like guy that. who, in certain moments, you need not rush him. Yeah, like he needs not to be rushed. He needs to uh, to be able to at least have the freedom to take a moment and gather himself, collect his thoughts, and take a deep breath. Yeah, I'm with you. So I think anything that tamps down that that exterior pressure a little bit, and I think Justin Verlander does that. I don't think he's somebody who looks at it and goes, "I'm not the ace anymore." Yeah. No, I don't think he looks at it that way. Yeah, I, I hope not. I kind of look at it a little differently from the Verlander perspective of, hey, they're going to be relying on Justin Verlander, but then this news of Justin Verlander being a couple of weeks behind. Yeah. We know how old he is. So, like, I agree with your point, but I'm looking at it from more of a, from more of the lens of, hey, I, don't, I just don't know how reliable. Like, it's not Justin Verlander of two years ago. Mm-hmm. It's Justin Verlander of today. I need Fromber to be Fromber of two years ago yeah, yep. to, to help compensate for that. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can and overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Christian Javier. Recapturing the magic. Here's the thing. The magic with Christian Javier might be might exceed the magic of all these other guys we just including yeah. front like peak Javier yeah. is freaky alien stuff. Yeah, but but it's also the the peaks and valleys though. No, dude, I'm not optimistic. Don't you get know, me wrong. He's gonna be somewhere closer to the Jeremy Pena, but just a bet to me a more talented guy. Mm-hmm. But somewhere in the Jeremy Pena feel of it. Uh I just I don't know, man. I, I was so so disappointed off of last year, thinking that you were going to get a lot more uh, for the price, for the cost. I think I think it'll still be good. You know, if, if Javier is your third or similar to your comment about the having Verlander helps Fromber, I yeah. think there's a residual effect all the way down the line. It could help guys, uh, and, and even more so the higher up you are the food chain, and and you know Javier is somewhere right behind those guys. So I think that will help. But as far as recapturing the magic, I I am hopeful. I would say I'm moderately optimistic. Yeah, I the problem with Javier last year is even when he was pitching for him last year well, he was at 101 pitches by the middle of the fifth inning. Like yeah. he, his his pitch count got so high so fast last year. You, I mean, you can't have that. Like there's got he's he you know he, he's not getting paid a ton now. He's making 13, 14 million a year, but they've got a pitching staff where they got Verlander yeah. who's. Expensive, not as expensive as he should be for the Astros because the, the Mets are paying part of it. But you know, they're the like for what Javier's getting paid, they he needs to he, you know he needs to go six in. He needs to be more efficient than he was last year. Let me just put it that way. The pertinent question for Christian Javier, and I don't know the answer, but it is for me: is the invisible still invisible, or right. it, or is it one that? most can see now mm-hmm. and that is the part that i don't know that's the part that i'll be intrigued by watching he's skinnier now too let me declare yes. that yeah it looked like they all been a part of the he, same weight watchers program yeah maybe maybe yeah. they went so so to soda weight loss soda weight loss.com yeah, yeah. I, never, ho- I hope they did you never know yeah um last one probably the least important of all these especially in light of the josh Hader signing kind of minimizes this guy now even more but rafael montero um I've got no clue on Rafael Montero recapturing the magic. I was shocked they gave him the deal they did yeah. last year. Um, I didn't think he was good in the 2022 postseason when they won the World Series. The one year he had, his contract year, is a total outlier for his career. Yeah. What he was last year was closer to what he's been. Yeah. He may just be he might just be a big eleven million dollar dud that eats up innings in blowouts one way or the other. Yeah. It's it's pennies in the grand scheme of things when you think about the guys that they're going to have to make decisions on, guys that they may or may not pay. You know, we're just talking about $11.5 million here. But however much, I'm just going to track the $11.5 million per year and think about the guys that they lose and be like, man, you you took Alex Bregman's money or Kyle Tucker's money or yes. whatever. Like, I, and I know that's not completely rational, but that's how I will view it because they didn't have to do it at all. So right. the fact that they did it, and this is going to be a low leverage guy, like somebody that they're oh. going to pitch when they're up seven runs or yeah. down seven runs. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't feel great. Like 
the answer with him is no. He doesn't have the best chance of recapturing the magic because he should not be in any position where he's pitching high leverage innings. <laughs> he's allowed to recapture it. No, why? Like if he is in a position to be right. recapturing the magic, that means somebody's hurt or like something something bad has happened. Yes. Yeah. Or All Joe Espada right. is pulling a dusty. Like yeah, we got to trot Montero out there. Got to trot him out there. Yeah, but but see, even when Dusty would do it, it would be at times when their the bullpen would be taxed. Their their starters weren't going deep deep enough in the games. Like if we get some weird stuff where we're trotting out Montero, yeah. we're gonna have some serious conversations with Espada, and I feel like our heads are gonna explode. To be fair to Dusty, he would be pulling like an April, May, June Dusty. Dusty figured it out yeah eventually like okay we can't pitch this guy yeah. anymore <laughs> dusty dusty was old but he wasn't blind cripple or crazy like we we all <laughs> we all could see with our eyes that montero was not nobody's high leverage guy blind crippled or crazy he I was love none that. of that um dude i i could watch those one-on-one pitcher hitter videos that they had coming out of spring training yesterday like Yiner Diaz batting against Ryan Presley. Yes. Alex Bregman batting against, uh, you know, Josh Hader. I mean, these are things, if you go find the video, Brian McTaggart and a bunch of others, yeah. they, I've never seen this before on social media where their they're, guys are filming, uh, like, basically intra-squad at-bats. Yeah. Well, it's fun as hell to watch. Well, the only thing real close to it, obviously, I went to spring training four years ago. Yeah. It, it, so I was... In West Palm Beach, got to see a little bit of it. It does feel like we're getting a little bit more of it on social media. I've I, never seen it on social media I, before. I think also, though, so it could be an access thing. But we did also do in the COVID. So this was not long after spring training when I was there. The COVID year, yeah. we would have some of those intra-squad scrimmages at Minute Maid yeah. with no crowds. You know, So we got to see a little bit of, of that fun. then. But, yeah, to see it in spring training with – and let's I mean, I'm be honest, man. Some of those guys that they had at that time were not necessarily like, like they had um, Noli Parades and guys yeah, like this. Like, yeah. hey, these guys, it, these guys feel better. I, it's just cool. It feels like team. It feels like these are matchups that we can only make on a video game. Like, yeah. oh my god, Josh Hader's pitching to Alex Bregman. This yeah. is so cool. Yeah, no, it's dope. I would drop a few bucks just to watch that for a couple hours. I'm not joking. Yeah, Astros batting against Astros. That's badass. It was yeah. really, really cool. Yeah, real cool. All right, um, franchise tag. Tag or no tag. They were playing it on ESPN earlier this morning. We're going to play it with the Texans. Tag or no tag. I've got three names for potential franchise tags that the Texans could hit as the franchise tag window opens today. That is next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 